It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Wednesday Night Flex, a weekly look at high school sports in the ATX. Go to flxatx.com and follow at FlexATX on social media. And now, here's Zach Lucero, Cameron Parker, and the Flex family. Wednesday Night Flex on the Horn. Flex ATX. It's a Wednesday night. That means the boys are back in town to talk high school sports all over the 512. That's if we don't pass out because it's pretty hot here in the studio. But I mean, but I mean, we're, we're from Texas, you know, so we're used to this. We're not like those people that come into Texas and like, I need to leave. I'm okay with the heat. I can stay in the kitchen because I can take the heat. I'm your host, Zach Lucero, at Zach Ain't Whack on my social media, at FLXATX on our social media. Behind the glass today, no Cameron Parker. Like the intro said, today behind the glass on the ones and twos, we got the baby goat, Mr. Nolan Hogan. What up, what up? I'm pressing buttons. You're pressing buttons, playing. That's one thing about Nolan. We're not going to be lacking on the music when Nolan Hogan is behind the glass. Got the beats. If anything, we have to tell him to turn it down. The texts and the tweets and the beats. And then to my right is a staple of the show. Most of the time, he's a staple of the show. Mr. KV, Corey in the building. How you doing, Corey? Yeah, staple. I was going to say I'm more like, like a paper clip. You know, I keep everything together. But you, you don't know? have to have one. You exactly. Know? You exactly. don't have to have one. But exactly. when you do, it like helps keep things It'll tight. bind it together like a glue guy. I'm a big glue a guy. A big glue guy. Yeah. Um, Speaking of glue guy, I mean you you do a little bit of everything over at over at KVU mm-hmm. and and you have a pretty big uh, piece coming out uh, in the next couple of days. Can you kind of tease that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. On Saturday night, dropping a one on one interview with Ronnie Terry. People like to say exclusive, but you know it's not not that big of a deal. But yeah, a little exclusive interview with Ronnie Terry coming out. We talked a lot about just this off season and the, his first off season as the official head coach of Texas men's basketball. And then we went into, of course, the transfers that's coming in, like Max A. Smith, um, and then the guy Kendall Weaver from UT Arlington. Some big names coming in for a new-look UT basketball team. But not just the guys coming in. We were able to chat about the guys that aren't coming to the 40 Acres and Ron Holland, a five-star recruit. Um, and then also Artario Morris, who's transferring to rival Kansas in the Big 12. So just how did those conversations go? And I'm really excited to uh, really drop this piece and and. For the viewers to get to know Ronnie Terry just a little bit more personally as well, we ask some personal questions about what he likes and and the things that he's into. So really excited. So that's been so that's been your week, you'd say, is just working on that and, and getting the teasers out and everything. Yeah, but then on Monday I dropped a big piece with uh, former Texas linebacker Diamante Tucker Dorsey, uh, the just real about estate agent. Now. Exactly his transition. You know, because a lot of athletes, you know, after football or after any sport when they're in college, they don't go pro. The question is. What do I do next? You know, I've been balling my whole life ever since I was five, six. And then all of a sudden it's like I got to figure out what the real life is. And so able to tell his story and maybe get some insight to other college athletes about what they can do post playing. Mr. Nolan Hogan, how was your week? You said uh, 
you had to mow your tiny backyard in like seven different stages because it was so hot, right? Well, yeah, my my yard's probably about uh, 50 square yards of grass, but it took me about an hour to get through it. It's like as big <laughs> as the studio. Yeah, it's it's tiny, but I, like I had to keep taking breaks because my my little head wrap, my my water head wrap was drying out, so I had to go get it wet and take a sip of water and then keep going, keep on trucking. Anything else, Noah? What else you been on this week? Anything? Um, got tickets to go see uh, Danny Brown with JPEG Mafia and Kenny Mason in uh, July next month. Uh, so that'd be fun. Yeah, I got I got a concert coming up next Friday. Going to see Illinium, which is like an EDM show. Oh yeah. Then I just bought tickets to see uh, one of my favorite ba- bands called uh, this band called Arizona here in November. It's like concert season. It's like oh, yeah. the, it's like the winding down on like go to concert season, but it's like ramping up on buy tickets to winter concert season. So that your your wallet never gets to take a rest if 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 you're into taking shows. Uh, speaking of people that never get to take a rest, uh, one one thing I wanted to hit on. I wanted to hit on this last week. Um, so last Tuesday, uh, the UIL Legislative Council uh, met to to talk about rule changes and possible policy changes. And there were a couple of interesting things that they actually d- d- had to discuss or or decided not to discuss or change or decide not to change. Uh, one of those things that they will now allow is 1A and 2A schools can use sixth graders to help field teams. So that's great. They'll, they'll allow them to field up to two, up to like uh, I think what I said two or three teams. So like if you don't have enough people to play on varsity, or you don't have enough people to fill a JV team. You can go as deep as as sixth grade in 1A and in 2A to fill those teams. So that's six that's six man football. So. That, that shouldn't be, like, as hard to Seville. But, I mean, when you get in a two-way, they're playing, like, big time, 11 on 11. Yeah. So you, your kid comes straight from middle school. He have a good – as long as his middle school highlight tape is good, he might get some varsity <laughs> playing time. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, they're going to begin developing a drone competition, so a UIL-sanctioned drone competition. That was pretty interesting. There's a kid from my church that, like, is a professional, like, drone He's competitor. licensed and everything. Yeah. No, like I'm sure licensed, but like he doesn't do like commercial. He does like competitions, like oh. where they fly like through like crazy courses. Does he do them with like and, the VR goggles and stuff? I, I think it's just the controller, but oh. like when he like wins money, like that's like his job. That's competing crazy. in high school. Like no, nah, he's like out of high school. He, that's just like that's his like grown up job is wow. drone competition. So now you can get a start on that in a UIL sanctioned event. Uh, so like I said, UIL going to begin developing drone competitions. Uh, they also authorized staff to start studying adding men's volleyball as a UIL sanctioned activity. So that's something that I've been kind of preaching for a while. UIL, so here in Texas, is one of like the, really the main, uh, one of the only states that doesn't have that in, in high school sports. And it's becoming such a really big time, uh, a big sport. I mean, it's big on the club level. It's big uh, across the nation. Uh, people playing it. There's big time sp- uh, scholarship opportunities. So for UIL to potentially add that uh, in the future, I mean, uh, Coach Rosenthal used to be the head coach of football over at uh, Austin High. Um, him and his family moved to California because his son, who's committed to Hawaii as a setter, um, wanted to go somewhere that he could really get the training that, that he needed to become. I mean, he was on like the under 18 USA national team. He's like a 6'8 um, high schooler, but they, he couldn't get, he couldn't play in high school. He couldn't get the training he wanted here in, uh, here in Texas. So they, his whole family moved to California for that. Would um, you have Would you have done that in high school if you were able to? I mean, uh, I mean, I didn't really get like super super into it until like late in high school, just to like chill with the homies and uh-huh. get girls. So, yeah. um, but I mean, maybe I if I maybe if I like took it a little bit more serious, because um, it was never really something that you could do like instead of a sport. Exactly. So like you wouldn't quit. You wouldn't. I wouldn't have quit baseball for it because that wasn't an option. Like you wouldn't have quit cross country because mm-hmm. it wasn't really an option. But maybe if it was an option, like from the jump, would have thought about then, it. Then maybe you know. Um, and, and like, 
I feel like if, I, if I'm decently good, it's kind of one of those things that I was talking to the baseball kids last week about. It's like, if you really want to play, like there's opportunities for you to play. So I wasn't super passionate. I mean, I was passionate about baseball, but I wasn't passionate enough to like pursue a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So if I maybe had like a little bit more passion about volleyball, maybe that's some money that my parents didn't have to pay for college. So I think this will be a big time opportunity for a lot of kids. Um, they're also going to approve coaches to maybe coach their own players in all-star games. Um, starting in October. So uh, now if your kids get selected to a game and you get selected as a coach, they'll have to put that kid on the other team because you can't coach your own player outside of, of the UIL competition, outside of uh, outside of football season. So if Mason Cockman, who we're going to get to in a little bit, our in-studio guest, um, new head coach for Round Rock, if, if he gets frozen to an all-star game and the new head coach of Round Rock has an incredible season like we think he's going to have, um, Mason couldn't play on that team in the all-star game. So I think that's pretty pretty interesting um and then another thing they're gonna it's funny like there's stuff that they will do the stuff that they will not do the stuff that they will like retable for later and the stuff that like they say we will allow studies into like what does that even mean but they're gonna allow studying having esports as a uil activity that's gonna be big time though yeah because that's coming up and it's Talk about making money with the whole drone thing. Esports is so much money in there. So if a kid, like you could have been on the on the Paraland uh, Fortnite team. Honestly, uh, back in the day, you could have been on the on the on the Paraland Madden. Fortnite back in the Madden, day. I sucked back Madden in 2010. Day. I was about to say, give me a Madden or 2K. I got you there. But Fortnite, I could never build. Building yeah. was so hard. I, I don't have good enough fingers. I get arthritis. I think. Something. <laughs> but uh, I mean, how that is. So you so men's volleyball, esports, coaching all star games, and one A and two A going to be allowed to maybe use sixth graders to field teams. One program that hasn't had any problems fielding team, a program that's had tons and tons of success in multiple sports, all thanks to the people that they've had in the high positions over at Taylor High School. We're going to talk to the new head man in charge, Coach Flowers. Coach, thanks for joining the show. Hey, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, Coach, I've been really excited to talk to you. I mean, I feel like Taylor doesn't get enough love. You know, like you're just close enough to be in Austin to like get talked about a little bit, but you're not close enough to be on like the uh, – to have, to have old KVU Corey Moe's talking about you day in and day out. But, but, but Coach, can, I want to get into your background a little bit before we talk about you taking over the job. So can you kind of start from your playing background and, and tell us how you got to the ending up at Taylor High School? Oh, man, well, uh, I'm from Temple, Texas, so that's uh, right down the road, you know uh, – I'm I'm one of those blue front white back guys. So uh, I started out there, ended up playing at the University of Kentucky. I played there from uh, 2000 to 2004, and then uh, I started coaching. And um, I started in the middle school. Well, actually, I started Rosebud Light. Then the middle school was over in Temple. I ended up going over to uh, Belton High School, and I was the co-defense coordinator over there. And then that led me over to Taylor, man. So I took over Taylor uh, as a defensive coordinator in uh, 20, 2019. And um, I just got the um, AD head football coach this past uh, April. Coach, you you mentioned taking over that uh, that AD head co- football coaching job. So when, when you were when you were in Kentucky, and I read up on you a little bit, you I know you were balling out over at Kentucky when you were doing all that. Did you know was was there a coach that that may, that maybe kind of touched your life, or a coach that had a big big impact on you that kind of planted that seed of like, hey, maybe I want to get into coaching uh, at, later on in life? It's, it's a funny story about this man. Um, Obviously, I had plenty of coaches, you know, that that was, you know, in my life. and But I was chasing the NFL dream. And um, we did the pro day my senior year and ended up getting hurt. So I didn't really get to participate in it fully. And, um, you know, I came back the following year. They allowed me to come back the following year. 
And I did really well. So as, as I did really well, a scout from the Tennessee Titans came up to me and said, hey, man, you, you're looking real good, and, and there's definitely a place for you in the NFL. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. And I said, okay, thank you. He said, well, that place is coaching. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't really because of my game, but he, 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 he said I was a guy who was undersized and really knew the game. So that's that would be a, kind of a smart move for me. So I, I kind of sat on that a little bit, kept chasing the dream, doing arena ball and things like that. But then I ended up uh, getting into coaching. Head coach of the Taylor Ducks, Coach Flowers, on the phone. Um, coach, for, for people that aren't too familiar with Taylor, uh, can you talk about a little bit about the culture over there at that program and, and how you're going to maybe change or tweak that culture or, or continue carrying on uh, uh, under you being the head coach? Well, you know, Taylor has a, a pretty pretty strong tradition, man. And, 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 it's, and it's one of those kind of like you guys brought it up. Uh, we're kind of the on the outskirts of Austin in a kind of small town, so – not a lot of, you know, media or, or people who, who are involved in the city really know about what goes on out there. But we, we've put out plenty of athletes. You know, obviously, you know, the fastest man in the world right now is Fred Curley. He's a Taylor boy. Um, you know, we and we had, you know, our baseball team make it to the, the regional finals this past year. Um, all our school's teams made the playoffs this year. So, um, you know, we, we do well here in, in tradition-wise. It, it's the same. Uh, we had a little dip in football, you know, this you know this past decade, but we started to, to dig back out the grave. So we made the playoffs this past year. We ran into a strong Bernie team who uh, was in the, the state championship versus China Spring. They lost, but they were up at, at one point. So definitely, uh, you know, nothing to frown upon with those guys. But, you know, we ended up losing first round of those guys. So they kind of gave us, you know, what we needed to work on, you know, this offseason. And, and that's just speaking from a, a football standpoint, but, Obviously, you know, we had a, a pretty successful track season as well with, with Jarvis Anderson and, and everything that he did, you know, in terms of breaking the 4A records, had a couple of goals uh, in the hurdles uh, and then triple jump. I think he got the uh, silver and fourth and long jump. So, you know, we, we've been having a lot of success over there lately. Coach Corey Mose from KVU here. Speaking about Jarvis, actually, what was it like just coaching a special talent like him and, and how did he kind of – just set the culture and the foundation for this Taylor program. Man, he just really changed the game, man. He, you know, he changed the game for us. When he transferred in um, to us, I, the first thing I said, man, I, I told somebody, I said that he's going to bring three wins alone just because how special he was in terms of athleticism. And, and people didn't know how good he was on the football field. They knew how good he was on the track, but he was a total program changer uh, football-wise. So, um in terms of him, man, I just made sure I didn't mess it up. <laughs> you know, he's an athlete, and and I know he knew what he was doing, and I just tried to make sure I just, you know, provide some competitive strategies and, and just let his athleticism take over. And, Coach, I know you took over the head man role a couple months ago. So what's been the biggest difference so far that you've seen in this new role compared to your last role? Uh, the biggest difference is that I'm really not coaching. <laughs> I'm putting out fires and I'm, I'm doing a whole lot of paperwork, man. So that's that's what's different. And, and I took over during the spring. And, and if anyone uh, has been an AD or just been around it in general, man, you know the spring time is, is is the hardest time simply because there's so many sports going on, girls and boys. Uh, you know, from girls and boys soccer. You know, from girls and boys uh, track. Um, you know, you have the baseball team that, that made it pretty far. You know, and then the, at the top of the of the semester, the spring semester was basketball. So uh, it, it was just a whole lot going on, making sure you're there, 
um, handling administrative duties and um, doing everything you can to support all your kids, man. So that's that's something that, that I'm big with, man. You know, our, our, our slogan is commit to the T. You know, commit to everything, Taylor. So I want to make sure that we're there and um, and representing at every sporting event that we have. Head coach of the Taylor Ducks, Coach Flowers, on the phone. Coach, so you had a, you had a really successful career over at Kentucky. You played at, at the level that a lot of these kids that you're going to coach want to be at. You're a younger guy. Do you think you do you, do you take pride in being able to relate to these kids? And do you think that'll help you in the long run of being a head coach? Um, well, honestly, that's my probably my biggest strength. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not too far removed from from playing. Uh, in my eyes, in their eyes, I'm I'm hey, anything near two thousand, you old as dirt. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, in my eyes, man, you know, uh, you know, I'm not too far removed from playing, and um, you know that that's kind of my strong suit is relating to all those guys, and you know, not just relating to guys who are you know outstanding athletes, but relating to guys who you know or just decent high school players or average high school players, you know. Um, it's about motivating those guys to, to, to reach their goals and their dreams. You know, not everybody wants to go play Division One football, basketball, or whatnot. You know, these are your bankers, your policemen, your firemen, you know, all those. So I'm trying to motivate these guys to have a plan and, and you know, to graduate from high school or, you know, uh, college. But, you know, some guys who don't want to go to college, you know, hey, let's have a plan, you know, uh, let's have a trade, let's do something. So that's – that's something that's big with me and, and, and developing our kids and and you know that's that's kind of my strong suit and I I, I focus more on on the real life part of things and, and instead of football or basketball or whatnot whatever sports I'm really focused on you as a person and what you're gonna do when you leave here. Hey coach, a couple more for you. So so coach, when you I know you're you when you're when you're trying to get into coaching, you like take any job you can get. But what was it like telling your family that uh, you, being a Temple guy that you were going to go coach at Belton? Oh man, it, it was tough. You know, uh, <laughs> in, like my family, you know they they're behind me one hundred percent. You know, but a lot of the kids that I that I coached, they were like, "Coach, you going over to the coach at Belton?" And I was like, "Hey, man, I have to you know do what's best for me in my career." And and, and you know, Temple is amazing, it's great, but it just it was hard to to actually become a real coach over there because I'm putting out so many fires from everyone that I knew there. You know, I have cousins on my football team. I have, you know, some of my best friends I graduated with. You know, we have all those people on in our program. So, yeah, it, it was it was tough, man. But we went over there and, and we had a good time over there in Belton and we had a lot of a lot of great players who who um you know were successful but in terms of of, you know, them Talking about the rivalry and, and me going over there, you know, I didn't get too much heck from my family, but a lot of my friends and the people in town, they let me know on Facebook what week it was. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Coach, last couple. Coach, so I, I feel like you're part of this new generation of coaches that have, has really kind of come to the realization of how important social media is. And, and you're a great follow on Twitter, especially being at a, co- a place like Taylor, that, like we've talked about, it's a little bit off the beaten path in, in terms of like being in a big metroplex. How important is it to have, as a head coach, have a presence on social media to be promoting your kids, especially uh, being the athletic director of, of, of a school? But how important have you found social media to be um, in, in your career as a head coach? Well, for me, it's important just simply because, you know, I, I want to promote our kids. That's it. You know, I, I think they deserve, you know, everything that, 
you know, that comes with it. You know, they deserve all the recognition, you know, and I want, I really want to make sure that they're the ones who, who are getting that attention. Um, I try my best to put anything that we do out there. And I just think that is so important because, you know, this generation is different, you know, it's all about, Hey, you know, look, look at what I did. And these parents, they want to see that as well. So it's not necessarily for, for those reasons, but I, I just want our kids to get recognized for what they do because it's, it's hard in a smaller area, you know, to, to get that recognition. And, you know, I, I look at some other programs who do those same things and, and I say, hey, why not our kids? You know, so uh, I, I'm going to always continue to do that for them. And, and, you know, it's authentic. It's not some old look at me type of stuff. So, yeah, this is something that's very important, I think, with, with these new age kids. Coach, uh, last one for me. So for people that are just fans of football, maybe to people in, that live in Taylor um, that haven't been to any any Taylor football games, if you go to a Taylor football game this coming season, what are you going to see out there on the field? Oh, man, it, it, it's going to be exciting brand of football. You know, we offensively we're going we're gonna to sling it a little bit. We're going to play with some tempo, and it's going to be upbeat and, and pretty exciting. And, and defensively, you know, last year, you know, we – we're just coming after you, you know, we, 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 we blitzed a lot. We, we were undersized. We had to find ways to make plays. So, I mean, it's an exciting brand of football. It's, it's usually a pretty good game. Anytime you come out, um, our kids are going to play hard. And, and, you know, whenever you go through and shake hands throughout the line, you know, hopefully that's the, that compliment I get every time. Hey man, your kids play hard, man. And, and that's what we want. You know, that's what we work hard for in the off season. That's why the off season is so tough. We got to be, you know, mentally tough and physically tough. So when you come out there to check us out, hopefully you'll see all that. The new head man over at Taylor High School, athletic director and head football coach, Coach Irvin Flowers. Coach, thanks again for coming on the show. Before we let you go, do you want to shout out to anybody? Uh, man, shout out to, to the Taylor Ducks, man. That's that's the main thing. I want to make sure our guys are on the map, man. Taylor, we're here at 7-4, man. Represent. Once a duck, always a duck. And out to my son, Braylon Flowers. Go to bed, my man. <laughs> hey, Coach, uh, any, any chance we see uh, green front, white back pants over at Taylor? Hey, people have been pushing me for that for <laughs> some reason. No, I'm leaving that alone. No, He said no. <laughs> I'm leaving it alone, man. Y'all have people in Temple come looking for me for that. Hey, you know, Coach, that Belden and then took the, sh- took the shorts, you'd never be allowed to come back, Coach. <laughs> oh, man, they, they would not let me back in town. All right, thanks again, Coach. You have a good one. All right, no problem. Thank you, guys. Head coach, Coach Flowers over there at Taylor. Corey, you, you've been out to a – I know you, you know a little about Jarvis Andrew, yeah. uh, Jarvis Anderson. Uh, you've been out there. You, you've met him before. Uh, that's a program that I think is on the up and up. Yeah, for sure. And Jarvis is just a spectacular athlete. I mean, being able to do what he does with his disability is kind of crazy to me. But then he also mentioned Fred Curley. I was out there for the mural that they um, – I guess, presented to the city when they had Fred Curley's whole ceremony and just talking to a guy like that, honestly didn't know he was from Taylor until that day. I was like, wow, we got this much talent out here in Taylor, an Olympian, you know? And so, yeah, that community's ready. And uh, they're getting a Samsung plant, by the way, out there. Uh, so that city's about to boom a Taylor little bit. Taylor going to be 7-8 before we know yeah, it. Yeah, man. Speaking of booming, the guy across from me, you don't want to see him in front of you because – you're going to get boomed, Mr. Mason Cochran. We're going to dive into the mind of the Round Rock Signal Caller when we come back. It's a flex. Want to free my mind. Want to be outside. Want to be 
Flex. ATX726. Segment number two. I'm your host, Zach Lucero, behind the glass, bringing you all the hits. Mr. Nolan Hogan. What up, what up? You you live for this, right? Like being able to like the full control. Like yeah, I like this. This is fun. This uh this is Bakar came out today. Uh, it's called Alive. You're you're the Ox guy for sure. Like every time, like yeah, you want, you want well, the Ox, right? When we have little get-togethers at my house, I have a record player, so I like to throw on records and because I don't like having my phone and having to like be on my phone and have Ox, so yeah. I throw on a record, just let it play out, and then pick a new one after another hour or so. Mr. Corey Mose sitting next to you, me. Are you yeah. the Ox guy? Yeah, I am the Ox guy, but I'm cool with the phone though. I don't need to do the record whole thing, but I just turn my phone on, do not disturb. Are y'all um, like if you're in a car, like on a trip, or like a, not like a longer than ten minute car yeah, ride? Yeah. Will you ask, like, can I put something on? Oh, if I'm not driving, yeah. Oh nah, yeah, I, I can't do that. I, I, know, I, I knew you I, I for at least a couple songs, but like if they're playing good songs, I won't complain. But like if I know if there's a song that I've been jamming and I want to hear it, then that moment I'll be like, can, can I put on a song? I feel like if you're driving though, like you have the say so, like you got the power. Oh, they you. can definitely say no, and I won't be mad. But I would definitely want to be like, oh, let me throw something on for you. <laughs> That'd like be the put, worst though. Under- I love putting people on. Like if I throw out a song and I see people going like this, I like it. <laughs> underrated, uh, underrated tip is the like, like kickback at the crib, uh-huh. putting music videos on the TV. Yeah, oh, that's like yeah, yeah. I, I love doing that. I love doing that. Same question to our in-studio guest, Round Rock quarterback. Maybe we'll play a little bit of defense too, but one of the best quarterbacks in the district this last season, Mr. Mason Cochran. Mason, who's the Ox guy in the locker room for football? Ox guy in the locker room? It's got to be Leonard. Really? He, oh. he, he, gets us, he gets us going in the morning, and it, it used to be Jalen. But he graduated this last season, and but I think he's passing that playlist on to Len. So you have to be like all district defense to, <laughs> I be, think able so. to, to be able to have the. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Is, so is Leonard the basketball ox guy too? Uh, I think our coach is the ox guy for basketball. Wow, wow. what is he playing? He he mixes it up. He's got he's got a whole catalog going. I feel like if anybody's gonna like know the culture it's a basketball coach. Yeah, they're always like the swaggiest coach. No offense to all the football coaches out there, but like basketball, I mean, they. They're the ones coming to school in Jays. And yeah, you know. what they got it. Yeah, I would I would agree with that 100. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like younger coaches coach basketball. Yeah, like I feel like you have to pay like a lot more dues to end up being a a head, head football, a head football coach, coach yeah. especially at a, at a, at a big school. Six A. Um, but I mean, your new head coach, mm-hmm. Coach Moore, he just he paid a lot of dues. He was around the program for a long time. We were talking a little bit um, during the break. Um, but, I mean, you've had the same head coach for a long time. He's been there for a long time. Very successful. I mean, really played a part in, in, in making Round Rock what it is today. Um, but now your senior year, you're going to have a brand new guy. And I mean, he's not brand new in terms of you've been around him for a while, but brand new in that head coaching role. Um, do you think things will change very much? So, I don't think so. I mean, we've we've been in the system for a while, and he's not really changing big parts of it. And, I mean, we've already established trust with him, and he's just – continuous on pushing us forward and just trying to make it better in like small aspects because like the program is good and we just got to tweak little things being the 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 quarterback of that program um returning what you're returning returning i mean you you yourself coming back a big part of that offense how important is it for you to like going into this uh, we say change but um how important is it for you to like have that really good relationship with with your head coach i mean it's huge like lots of because lots of players 
you know, haven't been able to get that experience and then having someone like myself to to show them how the relationship could turn out for you is is big. Um, so I, I kind of want to start um, not at the beginning with you. I want to I want to start into to your recruiting first, because I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's something I've been really excited to talk to you about. Um, so I, I was hoping to have DJ Dugar in studio, the running back over at Glenn. And, and I think both of y'all. Um, I mean, he's had he's had major, major success on the recruiting side of things. But I, I feel like both of you all are, are in kind of weird scenarios in, in terms of recruiting because of the schools that y'all go to. Mm-hmm. So he's a running back that has to tell coaches, my stats aren't inflated. My tape is good, even though we run a slot T offense. Mm-hmm. And then you're a quarterback that has to tell coaches, I can play quarterback. We just That's just not what my school asked me to do. Like they asked me to run a lot. They asked me to throw a handful of times a game, mm-hmm. but I still can play quarterback. So you mentioned to us when we were outside that you're, that you're telling coaches you can play linebacker as well. Mm-hmm. What has this re- recruiting journey kind of been like for you, trying to figure out what coaches want to see from you? So coaches, because on the quarterback side, I can I can show clips of me throwing, and I can th- show you know seven-on-seven seven clips where throwing is more like, right. predominant, whereas in my, our offense, it's not it hasn't been. And I think this season we're gonna be up in my attempts, and but as well, like for when they were recruiting for me for linebacker, it's my frame, my size, and then even my quarterback film is shows my physicality. So that's something you do, like when when a coaches when, when when you're telling coaches you can play linebacker, you're saying like look at my mm-hmm. look at my quarterback film. And like, I've I've gotten responses from them like yeah we can we can see that you're a physical player. Mm. Wow. Um. And and then you've had a couple of Division one. Offers. I mean, we talked about Austin P and the elevator mm-hmm. coming up. Um, a school like that, what are they offering you as? Is it athlete? Is it quarterback? Is it linebacker? So all my offers so far are as a quarterback. Wow. Um, and then so for you, seven on seven. I I remember I remember covering seven on seven last year. Um, like knowing about you coming into that seven mm-hmm. on se- seven season, seeing you post all those seven on seven clips, like talking about all the seven on seven to- uh, tournaments you had coming up. And to me, I was like, I bet he knows that this is a, this is his time to show people that he does more than just runs eleven people over on a play. Yeah. So for you, I, I feel like for a lot of people, seven on seven is just for fun. But for you, like, how serious do you take seven on seven? Well, it's it's a time to showcase. It's a it's a time for me to go out and you know show what I've been working on because sometimes there's not opportunities like that to present it during the season. But I mean, it, I got the arm and I can show it to you. And then uh, you mentioned Austin P. You mentioned Navy. Um, what have been some of the schools that, that that you that you have been really interested in? I mean, I've I've been li- I've been interested in anywhere that's interested in me. Yeah. <laughs> smart answer. <laughs> smart answer. I'm I'm really just looking to play ball. That's that's who I am. That's what I've that's what I've done. It's what I want to keep doing. So I don't know. If, hopefully, you understand this question, but. So I feel like when you think of Round Rock football, you think of like hard nose, like get bloodied up, dirtied up, play physical, play hard, practice hard. Do you feel like the most Round Rock guy ever? Like, do oh, you feel- I get, I get that like comparison all the time. Like, yeah, you go to Round Rock. Like that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, look at there. the fit. He's got the Round Rock football shirt on. He's got the maroon Air Jordans. I mean, come on. Yeah, I bleed maroon. Bleed, bleed the maroon. <laughs> And then, so staying on the topic of recruiting, um, Leonard Moore, he's yeah. like one of the most talented defensive backs to come through Austin in, in like forever. Um, 
So to see someone, your friend, that you, I mean, we're going to talk about basketball here in a minute too, um, but to see a guy that you're close with have all this success in recruiting, um, how inspiring is that for you, knowing that if he can do it, I'm in the gym with this dude every day. I, I know I can get this as well. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously inspiring. I grew up with him. We've been going to school together since we were five years old. We've been playing at recess, pick one and two, captain A and B. And yeah, we're just, it's inspiring to see him do all that. And I'm extremely happy for him. Did you go to middle school with, with Leonard too? Mm-hmm. So, so you were captain one and two, so y'all were going against each other, like all elementary until oh, yeah. middle school? So we, we both would play quarterback in elementary school, just because that's, wow. that's how we needed. And then maybe we'll see Leonard play some, play some offense too. So maybe you'll throw it to Leonard and he'll yeah. throw it back to you <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, so next thing I want to get into is basketball. I mean, Leonard, defensive player of the year. Um, I mean, you made all district. Uh, and then, I mean, watching you guys play was like the most round rock thing ever. You know, <laughs> winning games like 15 to 10, like super low scoring yeah. games. Um, how do you think basketball helps you on, on the football side of things? So basketball helps you on the football side of things. It's just, it's just stamina. I mean, you're running around for, you know, minutes at a time, just straight up and down, straight up and down. And, you know, sometimes there's just not timeouts, there's not breaks in that game. Whereas in football, it's, you know, you run a play and you get up to the line, but you can you can kind of take a little breather. That's just not where basketball is, and that helps my conditioning. I was about to say, so you're big into that conditioning part of it for basketball, huh? and really it'll help you get ready for the next football season? Yeah, it does for sure. I mean, it helps me, you know, take the carries I have a game and continue to keep grinding it. And you're starting to use that conditioning out on the track and field, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been <laughs> running <does>. a little. <laughs> a little? Just a little? You're trying to get into line- out there, man. Get into linebacker shape, dude. Yeah. That's what I- <laughs> well, I wanted to ask about that in the sense of how you able to, one, prepare yourself as a quarterback for next year, but then trying to also get those linebacker reps and drills and stuff like that over the offseason. How you balance the two? Uh, you just double it. Oh. You just I do what I do for my quarterback training and go out and throw and then extra work. That's what it is. It's just wake up a little bit earlier. Yeah, stay out later. Get it. So get is that is that reps. a conversation that you have to have with the coaches, especially now that you've started this recruiting thing? Is is hey coach, some of these schools want to see me at linebacker. Can mm-hmm. I maybe like have you had to talk to the Round Rock staff about you yeah. like? wanting to maybe play some defense yeah i mean we've we've had discussions about it and we're there's they're gonna see what they can make happen and i during spring ball i was i was at practice as linebacker for a few times mm. coach Moore, being being a defensive coach i mean does he see you being that having the capability to lead that defense as a mike linebacker or, or something like that yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm here. That's I, I'm a round rock guy. I could a round rock guy. Yeah. Dude. That's just something great to imagine. Just like seeing a quarterback on one side of the field, and then you're like, wait, number twelve's playing Mike linebacker too. What is mm-hmm. going on here? Yeah. That would be insane. So in those huddles and stuff like that, is that something that you may let Leonard kind of take over, or is that something you still want to be able to control the defensive huddles as well? Oh, uh, so even as it is now, the Mike linebacker controls defensive huddles. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not, you know, like a this guy's the best. Yeah. It's this position has authority. Mm. Mason just likes calling the plays. He wants to play all the positions <laughs> where he can call the plays. Um, Corey, you had a pretty viral um, clip of yeah. Mr. Mason Cochran playing basketball. Yeah, when they were doing the, um, I guess, the starting five lineups, you have your little routine, you get slapped in the face, man. And, your your and, handshake. And, yeah, your handshake. Like, where did that come from? How did that start? And... Um, why? 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's not an explanation for it. I just, I told, I told my guy Rohit, he was doing all the 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 handshakes. I told him I want you to slap me before the game because I changed it. So it was something else. It was something you know silly, mm-hmm. just kind of you know warm up game time high, high fives, and. We uh, I was like, it was the Stony Point game, huge game. I was like, you gotta slap me. <laughs> and that game, it it went. I mean, we lost by one point in overtime, but mm-hmm. I mean, it got me locked in. I was like, you gotta keep doing it. Okay, so for football, what what do you do for that? Football, I'm I'm praying. Okay, yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm. He's gonna get I'm, slapped in the face on every play. You yeah. <laughs> don't need to do it in the locker room. <laughs> Mason Cochran, Round Rock quarterback in studio. Um, going back to the to the handshake thing, getting slapped in the face. How many games did, did it take for you to tell him like, no, like I really want you? Because in the clip, yeah, we're like we're right. like he's swinging mid, at we're like mid to late season, and he like re- he's like really hitting you. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure at the beginning he was like not really buying in. How long did it take for him to buy in? So that was the first game we did it, and oh wow, oh, and I had him warm up. Uh, <laughs> in the uh, outside in the in the in the hallway, I was like, "All right, we're gonna do a, pr- a practice run." And he, you know, he hit me, but it wasn't that hard. And yeah. I was like, "All right," but like when we're going, like you gotta go, yeah, like full swing, like it's not gonna hurt me. And what was the reaction? So what, was the, what was the best reaction you got? Like coaches, fans, oh, parents, refs. I had refs look at me like I was an idiot. They were like, "Are you?" Are you okay? I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> we're ready to go. Maybe, get hyped up. Maybe they, maybe like that helps you out with like the foul calls because they know you're just like that. that yeah, like, <laughs> or they, or they I think that helps. Yeah, I think that it doesn't help. Them. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, he's a big kid. You don't yeah, need that. He gets slapped in the face for the game, and that's nothing. <laughs> Mason Cochran, Round Rock quarterback in studio. Last thing about basketball. I mean, I feel like you guys really surprised some people this year. Um, when you think back to this uh, 2023 season, what will you remember most about uh, about your basketball squad? I just I just remember how how much of a team we were, how much unity we had. Like it was it wasn't five players on a team; it was one body mm-hmm. of a team, and that really helped. We had everyone on the team was bought in, and that, our game scores show that we held like all of our opponents under 40 points, which is just unheard of in high school basketball. Yeah, just one body, one big buff body. Big yeah, buff big body. Yeah, yeah, body. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk football with Mason Cochran and a little bit of rapid-fire questions when we come back. Ball don't lie. You don't ever hear about the NCAA denying a transfer. Right. No, transfer the hell you want. The NCAA is like, no, we don't want to touch any of it. So they're hands off right now, hoping that it implodes and goes horribly wrong. And everybody cries and runs back to the NCAA and says, please, please, NCAA, take over. We were wrong and you were right. We'd rather see this whole damn thing implode and go horribly wrong than give it back to the NCAA. Yep. Because we all know that that was a borderline criminal syndicate. Weekdays 3 to 7 on the horn. Steel Hyundai and Kyle is growing, and we need to clear out inventory during Steel's construction event. Our mess is your gain with over 100 new Hyundais discounted to move. Hurry in before construction ends and take three grand off our entire inventory of award-winning 2023 Santa Cruz pickups. All backed by America's best warranty with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty and owner assurance. Come get a real deal at Steel Hyundai in Kyle. 
Hard to believe, folks. The year is almost half over already. Are you still dealing with that knee or hip pain, shoulder pain? Enough is enough. Pills and steroids are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call our friends at QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan. As we've hopefully made you aware, advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can get back to doing all those summer activities you used to be able to do and enjoy by calling QC Kinetics. They're the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body, applying them right into your achy joints so you're joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across Austin and across America are seeing life-changing results. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you are doing and call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. 512-593-4303. That's 512-593-4303. One more time, 512-593-4303. In Austin and Round Rock, it's QC Kinetics. The most exciting jewelry buying opportunity is happening right now at Diamonds Direct. Pick any jewelry item and get up to five years special interest financing or take up to $5,000 dollars off right now. Everyone's loving this because you get to design your ring and your payment plan and take advantage of our most flexible options ever. Hurry, this amazing offer ends June 30th. Enjoy financing for up to five whole years or get our best ever sales price. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. I got a story to tell you now that I cherish this. Hope it ain't too many feelings involved. Flex, ATX, 744, Zach Lucero, Corey Mose, Nolan Hogan. What up? Mr. Mason Cochran sitting across from us, quarterback of the Round Rock Dragons, coming to a gridiron near you. Gonna knock your head off. He's done getting slapped in the face. Yeah. He's trying to be the slapper. <laughs> Dude, you should go on that show, Power Slap, that new, uh, oh, that new UFC show. I think you could really hold your ground. Yeah, I don't. Uh, those are professionals. He's <laughs> <laughs> only a good slapper amongst the basketball players. <laughs> the videos are wild, by the way. Well, and we <laughs> haven't seen him do the slapping. We've just seen the taking of the slap. Yeah, so yeah. That we know you got a jaw on you. I mean, he's got a cannon, so I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure there's some torque coming behind that. All right, Mason. Let's talk uh, real quick about football. Um, I mean, everyone knows like what what is expected of y'all every year. Everyone knows you're going to battle it out. Um, with, uh, with with Vandergrift for the district title. You add Dripping Springs to the mix this year. Um, the offseason before, or, or excuse me, you add Maynard into the mix this year. Um, the offseason before the season, um, what was it like not only planning for Vandergrift, but knowing that Maynard's going to add a new wrinkle into things in the district play? Um, it was, it's just another, it's another day in the office, you know? It's, we have to do it. it there, we control the controllables and, you know, we we see it on our schedule. We're like, it's okay. We got we just lock in. We we take care of business. Um, and then, like I said, every year you and Vandergrift are, are battling it out, mm-hmm. and it comes down to that game every year. Um, first off, I mean, you've been around the program for a long time. You're going into your senior year. Um, as a player, not talking about this year's game, but what does that has that matchup, that rivalry meant to you as a player? Oh, it means everything. I mean. That game, that game rests in my mind every every single day. I mean, I think about it a lot. I mean, I, I went up to the the Trinity Ivy League camp, and there was a 
there was a former Vandegrift player there who was on that that uh, 2022 team. And he, he came up to me, he's like, you're Mason Cochran, right? He was like, oh, man, I hate you. You, you beat me my senior year. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. I just, you just got to do what you got to do for your team. It's like that video of Baker Mayfield saying, oh, I hate you to Rodrigo and Blankenship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, but, I mean, you guys go only loss, only loss in regular season play to Vandergriff. Um, heading into playoffs, I mean, y'all, y'all come off putting a smackdown on Vista Ridge. How are you guys? How were you summarized, and how are you guys feeling after regular season play? I mean, after regular season play, it was just one week after the next. Our motto was just one more, and you know, it didn't it didn't happen how we wanted it to happen. We had a lot of injuries and other things going on, and it just didn't turn out how we wanted to. But we're coming back this year for a for a little revenge tour. And I'm just interested, like just as a quarterback, being able to have a defense like y'all had last year. How is it knowing that you can kind of lean back on them? You don't got to put up 30 points a game. I mean, that's not how I thought about it at all. I mean, they do their job and I have to do mine. And I don't I don't have anyone to lean on. I mean, they did an amazing job. Probably one of the best defenses I've ever seen. But that doesn't dictate that I can slack off or mm-hmm. lean on anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then you talk about just the injuries. I, I feel like there, there was such high expectations for, for, for your team because of the big pieces that you guys had. And then a couple of those guys not not being around for big time games. You talk about Jalen Gilbert um, going and playing SEC football. He missed some time. And then Angel Nador on the defensive line. He he missed a handful of games. Um, if you guys were full strength, how crazy do you think y'all squad would have been this last year? I mean, it would have been crazy. But I'm not here to dwell on things that could have happened. I'm I'm here to talk about what did happen. Bar and that's. <laughs> That's that's how it goes. And the things that are going to happen. I mean, you, sure. you return some big time pieces on, on, on not only the offensive defensive line, um, big time linebackers. You talk about Leonard Moore maybe getting involved on the offensive side of things. I mean, this is a guy committed to Notre Dame. Um, yourself on offense. Um, we we talked about Mark here and Moore on, on on the wide receiver side of things. Um, what are you what are you kind of forecasting for for this season, this uh, upcoming season? I mean, we're just gonna we're just gonna do what Round Rock football does. We're gonna compete in the regular season. And this year, I think we got a we got a chance to go make a run. And then we got. Oh, oh no, you're yeah. Good. We're returning. We're returning a lot of the O line, and yeah, yeah, that's gonna be huge as well. And how big is that for like big time games like Vandergriff and and Drip? You know, being able to have that type of continuity and guys coming back that's been in those games last year and know what it was like to maybe lose that game to Vandergriff and not want that same taste in your mouth. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. I mean, we've got players returning that are just angry, you know, mm-hmm. after after losing. We're just a we're a group of guys that love to win, and anything anything less than that, we, we're mad. Mm-hmm. You get me fired up, bro. <laughs> I wonder why. Do people tell you that? Do people tell you that? Like that you're like, yeah. It's the round rock in you. It's the round rock in me. <laughs> um, okay, so last question before we get into the rapid fire. Um, the baseball team this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis Sakura. I mean, you guys were one of the best teams in the state for for a, a bigger half of the season. Um, did you go to many games? And what was kind of just the vibe around the school when the when the baseball team was doing what they were doing? And then what is it like going to school with a guy that you, is about to make millions and millions of dollars here in a here in a couple of weeks? I mean, everyone everyone at at school. He it's a human. He's a human. You know, you can't view someone as you know better than everyone else i mean he he's he's a guy you know you can you can you can talk with him and then the rest of the baseball team they're not they didn't have some ego that like surrounded them they were all 
they're all friends, and you could you could talk to them. Did you go to the the Westlake game? I went to all three. How mm. how how crazy was that environment? Oh man, the first game. I mean, at, that, that at, one at, at Round, Round Rock, Rock was awesome. The one at Round Rock. Oh my gosh. I mean, so our spring game was the same night. So literally the entire football team pulled up after, and it was just going crazy. We had we had people at the top of our the football stands trying to watch and. It was a crazy experience, and then at Westlake, they—I mean—they popped out too. It yeah. was—it was a great series. Are you a trash talker? Like when you go to other sporting events? No, <laughs> I no? don't—I don't talk trash any at any time. Nice. So you're like the proud of you. You're like you're like the the like. So you don't say anything on the football field. Ma- Mason is straight ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't talk to anybody. Dang. Um. All right. So I like to do like a little bit of like rapid fire-ish questions. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one, what's your favorite meal that your parents make at home? Chicken pasta salad. Uh, who, who makes it? My mom makes it. And it, it's just amazing. It's just, it's what it sounds like. It's chicken and it's like, uh, some pasta, like the swirly pasta. Mm-hmm. And then it's just carrots and celery and, uh, red onions. And you put some ranch on it, scoop it up. What's your go-to pre-game meal? Go-to pre-game meal. I mean, this last, this last season I would, uh, I would eat some peanut butter sandwiches and then some chicken pasta salad. Wait, then, just peanut butter? Peanut butter jelly. Okay. I, I had to check that. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I, then what's the, where's your go-to, what is it, the thing you eat, whether it's at home or a place to go um, after a W on, in football? Um, so, you know, my sophomore year, I was really big into it. I would go to like Whataburger with everybody. And then this past season, I started just, like, hanging out with some friends afterwards. Like, I mean, it was Adam Burrell's birthday one time, and we went to H-E-B and got sushi. Nice. You know, it's just it's just, it's just, just a lot of fun doing stuff with the guys after instead of, you know, it's, like, crowded, you know, heads kind of hurting from the game, <laughs> and then going to that environment as well. And then is the post-W meal different for basketball? Uh, post-W meal for basketball? Didn't really happen. I mean, there's so many games that mm. so many dubs you just can't even count. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd be so broke. Yeah, we'd go out to eat all the time. Every game, we keep <laughs> winning. I gotta go get money. Um, what are a couple things that are on? Uh, I mean, we played one of your songs as an intro, uh, but what are a couple a couple artists that are on your pregame playlist for football? Oh, I I do not want to disclose that information. Uh, <laughs> wow, I, that's, I that's my own special sauce. A bunch of Taylor Swift. In there, like, <laughs> he's that's, that's he's a believer for sure. He's uh, a, this pink noise. What do they call like when people go to sleep to that just white, like white white static noise? noise. <laughs> yeah, or um, like the ocean sounds. Yeah, like uh, Bijan. If, <laughs> if you played a different sport that wasn't basketball or, or or football, a sport that you've never played, what's something that you would want to give a try? Sport that I've never played, um, like maybe like professional rock climbing. Wow, like that would be really fun. Like actual rocks or like the like the like actual rocks, like bouldering and like free free solos. And yeah, stuff. I mean like El Cap. That'd yeah, be yeah, sick. yeah. My my cousin does a lot of that climbing. She's yeah. a boulderer out in Arizona. Yeah, do, you, do you go to Austin Boulder Project at all? I've I've been once, I think, but I don't go often. Cool little spot. I would like to see Mason Cochran on the lacrosse field, dude. Oh, you'll go crazy. <laughs> dude, with a stick in your hand? Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you think is the hardest position in sports? The not, hardest, not just football. The hardest position in sports. Or the hardest job in sports. That's it. That's some some people question. say golf because it's like the elements and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
Um, a lot of people say quarterback. A lot of people say being a hitter in baseball. DB in the NFL. I think like being a fighter is really hard. Yeah, I feel like soccer is hard as. Like, I always say fighter so because I'm like you could plan all like all fight like all right I'm gonna go in here and Mason's gonna punch me in the face I have to avoid that <laughs> yeah. and then we, the, the fight started he just kicks me in the head. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, KO. some of you really hard is like a like a like an ultra marathon runner. Mm. Yeah, Iron, Iron Man. Iron Man's, Iron Man. Like. Putting your body through that kind of stuff is just not stuff anyone can do. Like, but it seems yeah. like you would be the guy to do it, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my, my, maybe. I, he, I feel like he's definitely going to do like an Iron Man yeah, as, a, as a dad. Man. Tough you know? mutter. He's probably done like eight tough mutters already. <laughs> um, all right, last one before we head out. So potentially by the time you're in college, the NCAA football game is going to be back out. Mm-hmm. So say you're at whatever school. What what position are you? What's your overall rating? And then what's like your one stat that's really good? Um, what position? I I think I I think I'll be. That's that's tough. Is there like an athlete position? I think or like you can edit my position. Okay, 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 that's okay. Nice. Yeah. And then what was the my number? Like what what would your overall, overall? be? And then what would be like one stat that's like your highest stat? Oh, I mean my my first year in college. Oh, probably like a sixty. You know, they, they don't, the don't show any love. He's humble. He's humble. They, they don't show any love. He, know, he, he just got, knows Madden. Yeah. <laughs> they don't show any love. But I mean, second year, who knows? You know, pushing the seventy nines. Seventy nines. Hey, you got you got to work for those those numbers to go up. Yeah, toughness got to be on ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah. Tough is, is it, so is toughness your highest one, or uh, like what? What else would you think you'd have like a really high stat on? It's uh, intangibles. Oh, awareness! Oh, awareness! Like, awareness. awareness. Yeah. Like, yeah. The injury yeah. rating, like daddy die. <laughs> uh, like when you when you create a character and you like never know. Like, do, do I want the injury rating really high or really low? Yeah. Like, what is, like what's it's the so right answer? Yeah. But Mason Cochran, bro, like we've been rocking with you for a long time, and I remember interviewing you at at, at Waterloo, and you were like super shy, and and look at you now, you're you're all district, multiple sports. You're you have multiple Division One offers. We're we're so excited for you. Thank you for pulling up. Yeah. Um. Who do you want to shout out to? Hey, shout out Dragon Nation. I mean, y'all y'all are the reason I'm here. I mean, it's it's great going out and like being a part of the community. And then shout out my family. Shout out the family. Shout out Coach Moore for for coming on the show and 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 for big things to come for for Round Rock Nation for sure. Uh, Nolan Hogan behind the glass doing what you do uh, through no power, a lot of power through rain, snow, lightning. <laughs> I just want to rock. Thanks um, for holding it down. Okay, Who are you shouting out to? Uh, shout out my family. Shout out my dad. Uh, shout out. Shout out those guys in the submarine. I hope they get they get out of there. Hopefully. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it. Shout out everybody. Shout out Flex. Mr. KVU Corey, Corey Mose, wearing the the business casual today. Yeah, man, chilling today. No, chilling. Uh, no, no uh, black tie affair. You yeah, know, yeah. Who are you shouting out to? Uh, shout out my mom. She actually just came to visit. She's driving back right now, uh, back to H Town. So hopefully the rain doesn't hit her. But uh, and also just want to shout out uh, uh, all the state seven oh seven players that are going to be out there um, pretty soon. I know it's going to be hot out there in College Station. Yep, my all goodness. turf. Man, it's going to be burning. But they got it. You know what I'm saying? Get some water in you, and you're good to go. And make sure you tune in to KVU this weekend. Saturday night. Yeah, shout out Rodney Terry for taking the time out to even talk to the kid. He didn't have to, you know, but that 20 minutes, it's not his regular schedule. So thank you, Rodney Terry, for giving me that time. At FLXATX on all our social media, I'm Zach Lucero. Shout out to Mason Cochran. 
Shout out Nolan Hogan. Shout out Cameron Parker, wherever you are. Shout out KVU Corey. This is the penultimate episode of the summer. One more episode next week, and that'll be wraps until football season. Shout out Austin Radio Network for the opportunity. Shout out all my Gs. Shout out God. Shout out gang. It's a flex.